another episode of the Pokemon Masterclass. As you guys can see, I am sitting here with the man himself, the man, the myth, the legend. Gotta catch them all, Jason Page. Oh my God. That, Look at that, I got a mug. That just, that literally <laughs> tugs at the heartstrings. That it, is pure nostalgia. It's, a, it's an earworm that has been in your ears for 23 and a half years at this point. Yeah, something like yeah, that. yeah. The sound of my voice it has, has been embedded in your actual cells, just like all sounds are. Yes, just as deeply as my genetics, as, as the Pokemon genetics flow, so do the genetics from the sounds of Jason yes, Cage. Yes, it's true, true. All, all matters is vibration, and this vibration created the ecosystem, or was the spear, the tip of the spear, the English spear mm -hmm. for the ecosystem of Pokemon, that I was just the puncturing, you know, the puncturing in and then this guy and all of the other incredible Pokemon fans are the ones that really generate the fuel that mm -hmm. makes this Pokemon tower higher than any tower that has ever existed. Now that is probably the most philosophical introduction that you'll ever hear on this channel. <laughs> that is it's so true, awesome. True. And so, and well, buddy, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for coming down. And this isn't just by happenstance. I'm not in uh, Las Vegas. We're actually here in Mesa, Arizona at Iconic Games. And uh, why don't you let everybody know what you're doing here in uh, in the desert? This is, the other my, desert. This is my first in-store appearance uh, ever. I've been appearing on Facebook pages. I've been appearing at Comic-Cons. I've been appearing in concerts, but never at an in-store event. Mm -hmm. And it's just one of, this is incredible I I uh, was contacted by, by Basil and and he basically it, it's a mini con we're doing a mini con yes. but I'm the only person there's no competition <laughs> there's not 10 10 other voice actors here all vying for somebody's attention I, it's just me and I really appreciate the intimacy because we don't need to have giant audiences we can have small audiences mm -hmm. that are more engaged they feel more connected, there's more intimacy and more value. Mm -hmm. And, you know, communities are, are being built right now uh, in the Pokemon ecosystem to, to buy, sell, and trade cards mm -hmm. on Facebook groups. And that's sort of what I've just recently discovered, these Facebook groups that uh, are very carefully curated and moderated to create trust mm -hmm. because people are, they're trading very valuable oh, items yeah. back and forth through PayPal or whatever monetary exchange they want to do. And, and these small communities are built on the trust of the people that are there. And this is kind of what goes on uh, in a smaller level in the stores. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, it wasn't able to happen for the past uh, year because of the pandemic and it only happened online. And I didn't even know about it until the <laughs> pandemic. It was one of the benefits is that I discovered the online card collecting community. Mm -hmm. um, and realize that they are not only fans, but they're they're investors. Yeah. So they yeah. understand the value of the collector, the collecting collectibles, and uh, and not just you know uh, Pokemon that they like. You know, mm -hmm. it's more. It's it, it's. And they also went in their garages and found their old cards <laughs> and are like, what? This is ten thousand dollars, mom. Mom, why'd you throw out the other yeah. one? <laughs> I, and I realized just just recently that the reason that these cards cost so much now and they're so rare is because ninety percent of them were thrown out by somebody's mother. Yeah, <laughs> and there's no only ten percent of them. <laughs> no left. Well, and that's so funny. You know, that's you know one of the things that we talk about a lot on on my channel is the investing, more of the finance uh, related topics to Pokemon cards, but. It, all of this stuff, all of these experiences that we as collectors or investors that we had when we were children, that all reverberates now for us. Now that we're adults, we have disposable income, and, and even though these cards have appreciated so much, both in their monetary value, but also from the sentimental aspect as well. And you're one of the pivotal aspects to that, in my opinion. Like, that... I mean, the, the theme song and, and just how deeply embedded that is into pop culture and the social consciousness of this hobby, it's, it's to me, it's just as important as anything else out there. Yeah, it, it's, it's amazing how, how much has been created um, from the lyrics of the song. Basically, the lyrics are like the Ten Commandments of Pokemon. They are... <laughs> yeah. They, they describe the ethics of the ecosystem and they sort of just lay out the vibe. And I, and, and I don't think they necessarily intended to be so 
uh, philosophically uh, relevant. Mm -hmm. But but when you analyze the lyrics, and I've only I only did this since 2016 because I, I wasn't really representing the song publicly. I it was a job that I did, and I moved on and did a million other things. And then in 2016, I was approached by media because the song was being played so much mm -hmm. by adults yeah. who had grown up on it. Finally, wanted to know who the person was that sang the song. Mm -hmm. When they were kids, they didn't they didn't care. It didn't right, matter. Right. It was just in their minds and their imagination. So. But now, as, as I got into representing the song publicly, which only happened in 2016, I had to invest myself in the lyrics uh, once again to understand what it meant and to understand the ecosystem through it. And they're incredibly important for uh, individualism and collectivism at the mm -hmm. same time, to be the best like no one ever was, to really be the unique individual that you are. Mm -hmm like no one else is you really are a, a true miracle of individual uniqueness um, and no one else will be like you yeah. and you and your value is 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 in that uniqueness as you share it in your channel mm -hmm. um, and when you catch Pokemon and train them you're basically making them better you're making and you being a Pokemon in my life I yeah. catch you and I make you better you catch me and you make me better mm -hmm. you teach me and I teach you we're like we're like being the best we can be, and then we're sharing that that individual greatness with the world. So it just has so many good things yes. in the lyrics that people can live with. Mm -hmm. Yeah, carry forward and with them. Carry yeah. forward, and uh, in all of the Pokemon games that they would play, and outside of Pokemon, I mean, mm -hmm. people people use the song for other inspirational events and weddings and sports teams. Oh yeah. And it just well, I, I have to tell you, Jason. So. People might not know this, but we actually played the original theme at my own wedding. Oh, see? You see? <laughs> my wife and I actually, not not for the ceremony, but when we walked in to greet everybody, when they opened the grand doors, we had your voice yes, yes. on the mic. <laughs> That's exactly it. I was asked to do a wedding once, they, and they were going to fly me out. They wanted me to officiate the wedding. Mm -hmm. So I started thinking about how the, how the song would be the lyrics would apply to the vows, and I've never done that. I got ordained online in case the, the <laughs> Just gig went case. through. And I was really nervous, but it made so much sense as I analyzed their union and their teaching each other and their bond and defending their the world that they live in with their courage and mm -hmm. claiming their rightful place together. And you know, it's it, it's their destiny. It's like all the lyrics apply to so many things, yeah. and that gives people the opportunity to live through it through all of the all of the things that they create in the world mm -hmm. and the things that Pokemon creates in the world yeah. like this store that's created in the world mm -hmm. uh, not having to do with Pokemon but sort of inspired by it and your mm -hmm. your oh, podcast exactly. I mean it, it, it's a giant pyramid but the bulk of it is down here where all the people are really creating it. Mm -hmm. and then there's a couple of people that have been Pokemon making some stuff yeah definitely so let's let's go back to the beginning so for anybody out there that maybe is not Totally familiar with Jason. Let's start before Pokemon and go back before that. Um, how did you get into your musical career? How did that all transpire? And what kind of led you up to that point where you found yourself in with with the Pokemon Company? Well, I'm a, I'm a, a singer by birth, as mm -hmm. I came out of the womb, <laughs> which is a D D sharp, I think. So we're all musical beings. Our, our speech is rhythm, our speech is rhythm, our speech is rhythm, our speech is pitch. Mm -hmm. um, and I, my musicality was encouraged through most of my childhood. Uh, I started writing songs when I was six or seven. My father's a saxophone player, my grandfather's a drummer. Um, so it's intergenerational. It's intergenerational. Uh, although I wasn't exposed to their music very much, but I was encouraged by them because mm -hmm. they were musicians professionally. And, and my father still is. Um, my mother's very artistic. Um, and in the late 80s, I was living in New York City on Columbus Avenue. Uh, as a teenager in high school, I started doing magic on the streets of New York City. Oh, wow. Standing on a milk crate and doing magic for for the crowds that were gathering on Columbus Avenue. It was a very festive and really beautiful sort of scene at mm -hmm. the time. Uh, a manager saw me and the manager 
started sending me on auditions for television and film, and I did some TV and film. At the time, I was going to the High School of Music and Art, which is the fame. I want to live forever. Okay. I want to learn how to fly. Hi! You know, they're dancing on the, mm -hmm. on the cars and the traffic, which doesn't happen at all in the school. But I was being trained uh, classically in school mm -hmm. while doing magic on the streets and doing bands outside of school. And the bands led to record deals, and the record deals led to great disappointment, as most people's record deals have <laughs> throughout history. And thankfully, the music industry is disintegrating and giving the power back to people. Mm -hmm. um, so after the band broke up, it became a public access television show that was quite risque and artistically expressive, but we weren't making any money. But the show was playing on Manhattan Public Access uh, uh, twice a week sometimes because mm -hmm. you could just sign up for the slot. It's This is public access right here right. of today. But <laughs> back in the day, there were 17 channels and channel 16 was MTV, channel 17 was Jason Page and the What's Up show. Wow. So this was this was YouTube before YouTube mm -hmm. and everybody in Manhattan was watching it and I would walk around the streets getting recognized in New York City all the time simultaneously doing sessions. So when I would go into a session, for uh, a jingle, or for a, a TV show, um, for a movie, for background singing, for some sort. Mm -hmm. uh, they inevitably would have seen the show. Mm -hmm. So I kind of had a local celebrity building that got me a little more recognition in the studio world. Um, one of those houses, the jingle house that I worked for called uh, Paradise Music, was assigned the Pokemon theme song. I had done some Domino's Pizza Delivers, or something like someone, <laughs> some, I don't know if that's the exact one, but I've done so many jingles. My brother will be happy about that. He loves Domino's, so there yeah, you Dom go. <laughs> but yeah, we do, and I probably had done a couple of jingles in that same day, running around the city just singing sessions for people. I sang Legomania, Legomania, and uh, Subway Eat Fresh. And that was you? Yeah. Wow. The no quilted quick picker upper. One or two of those. Wow. Uh, another recognizable one is uh, when you get nausea, heartburn, indigestion, upset stomach, diarrhea. So yeah. these are the types of things that I was doing. And Pokemon was just another job for this jingle house. Mm -hmm. And uh, every job is an audition to be a final. Mm -hmm. So there's not like 10 people that come in and sing it. There's they hire who they think is going to be right, and then they present it, and if it's not right, then they'll hire somebody else. Mm -hmm. And that hire is a very low-paying demo fee. And then they present it, and they presented it, and they liked it, but they needed lyric changes. They needed some adjustments, and those adjustments were, I think it was um, Catch Him If You Can was the thing that they wanted it to be. Catch Him mm -hmm. If You Can! Which was kind of weird, because it didn't really work. Mm -hmm. And then they went with Gotta Catch Em All, and. Uh, they approved it, the TV show went on the, to great success, and then they made the To Be A Master album, yes. which is also has, uh, I'm on the road to Varian City, meet my friends at Iconic Games, or whatever the lyrics are. Um, my, my wife, my wife is, is probably smiling like crazy right now because we listen. I have to tell you, of all the songs, all the Pokemon songs, that's all that, Meridian City, that is my jam. Yeah, so maybe we'll, we'll, we'll play it tomorrow. We'll do a live version. Oh, I've never done a. You don't want me to sing, version. though. Well, I, I'll be in the. I'll, I'll have the tambourine in the back. All right, yeah, bring the tambourine. <laughs> bring the tambourine. Um, so, yeah, the album was made, and uh, a couple of years later, after uh, some searching for litigators, mm -hmm. I was paid a one time fee outside of court. And after, you know, seeing Pikachu everywhere, finally was able to kind of move forward and let Pokemon do what it did without, mm -hmm. uh, without any, any more struggle. And uh, 16 years later, they, it, I popped out of the Pokeball again. Wow. Trapped in the Pokeball for, for 16 years. <laughs> uh, 18 years, sorry. Till, till 2016. Mm -hmm. um, and in those 18 years, I just did my... Oh, it was 16 years after I was paid. That, mm -hmm. That's where the, the number comes from. Um, and I've done a million things since then. And now I'm returning to capture the value of the ecosystem that is a jungle. Oh, yeah. From the seed that was planted back in the day. Mm -hmm. And it, it continues to evolve because of people like you and stores like this that continue to expand and 
all of the fans and the new product that Pokemon continues mm -hmm. to put out as well. Um, that's basic, basically the, the five-minute version. <laughs> so when you were stepping into that studio and you know you were thinking it was like another uh, you know another jingle for heartburn indigestion <laughs> um, did you ever think at that time that this this is something that I think could really take off did it have that foundation to you or was it kind of uh, still very obscure it was uh, it was it was obscure we knew that there was uh, an article written about the epileptic seizures that mm -hmm. people had yeah. <laughs> when they aired it in Japan. I think that was pretty much all anybody really knew of it, other than the brief that they got about what the show was about. Mm -hmm. The video that we were able to watch of the show, a small amount of it. Mm -hmm. um, but it wasn't, we didn't, we didn't sit down and watch an episode and go, okay, what is this gonna be? How's it gonna sound? Mm -hmm. They, the composers, uh, John Leffler and John Siegler, wrote the song and brought me in to sing it and showed me a little bit of it. They probably did much more research to come up with everything before I got there. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, in terms of expectations, I had, I also wrote and sang, Lego Mania, Lego Mania. Brand new toys to make you quiver, your heart raises, your feet tap. It's enough to make you shiver, it's enough to make you snap, Lego Mania. So that you guys, you guys remember that? You guys remember that? Yeah. These guys look a little young, <laughs> but still, it, you remember it, right? So, so, so that was a jingle that was broken up into seven or eight commercials and was extremely successful. It was the first very successful jingle that I mm -hmm. sang. I had sung a couple other ones, but when one get the tagline gets put onto all these commercials, mm -hmm. the unions pay you every time it's on, mm. and it becomes a, a really amazing, you know, college fund, basically. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I knew that things could go that far, and that's what I'm going for every time I go in to do, do a job. That's mm -hmm. what I'm doing right now. This could be 10 million views right now. This isn't, you know, a, We've got 17 people right here, but it's going to be 17 million people is what we're expecting and anticipating mm -hmm. and going to commit ourselves to do the best we can, like no one ever has, Right. Um, for each job. Um, so uh, we satisfy the, the motives of the composers and the product and what they want mm -hmm. and, and try to hit it out of the park. So this one got hit sort of out of the park but way out of the park <laughs> but but not necessarily by pokemon but by the people that have exactly. adopted it because there's lots of successful shows that that you know make a billion dollars but there's nothing that makes a hundred billion dollars mm -hmm. yeah or the, more. the highest grossing more media franchise franchise of all time yeah of all time yeah amazing and that's not including all of the residual value that that isn't collected by the corporate, mm -hmm. you know, the corporate company. Oh yeah, secondary monitors. market. Yeah, yes, the secondary exactly. market's got to be double that, mm -hmm. at no, least. Exactly. So, no, I, I think you know we all we want we want to go as far as we can go and have things grow to their fullest extent. But you, we could never have expected or anticipated it to be this amazing. Yeah. yeah. And to be filled with this many this much joy and and. There's not that there's not that much like bad press for Pokemon. They, they, right. There's there, something about what happens to them when they give them the Professor Oak. Like there's some weird stuff here and there, but it's so rare. It's yeah. not. No, because everybody loves Pokemon. Nobody wants to take it down. Nobody right. wants to, right. to destroy it. There's the odd kid that's like, oh, I like Digimon better. But that's about odd it, indeed. You know? Odd indeed. <laughs> it's it's amazing. It's really amazing. So. When, uh, when you were going into the studio, and uh, did they already have the lyrics crafted at that time, or were you guys collaborating on that together? Um, they collaborate with the Pokemon, with actually four kids, which was hired to mm -hmm. distribute it uh, at first, and I'm sure four kids might have had collaborated with the Pokemon company in Japan to mm -hmm. make sure that what they were doing was right. Mm -hmm. um, the collaboration is in the studio while I'm singing, and at the mm -hmm. end of the song, or like throughout it, you know, yeah, or like, gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all, you know, I'm riffing out. The collaboration is, do some riffs here. Yeah. Do yeah. some do some tags at the end, do some variety, mm -hmm. and just do my thing. Um, but not, not, not lyrically. 
Except mm -hmm. for yeah, I think I wrote yeah. <laughs> so and then it so you came in initially for the theme song, and then that kind of turned into the to be a master because I, from what I remember in the first half of the first season, it was just basically the pokey rap after each episode, and mm. then they started to incorporate the I think they called it the Pokemon karaoke. I think, and that's where Viridian City was in oh, there, okay, right. all of those other songs. Now, were you crafting or were you singing the theme song along the same time that you were doing something like Viridian City or did that come later? Yeah, Viridian City came when they made the full album with the, mm. with the full theme song, uh, guitar solo, second verse and last chorus, they put that in. Mm -hmm. uh, they were making that around the same time. There was a numbers of Jingle Houses that all were working on it. The, how, the Jingle House that did that did Lego Mania with me is the same place that wrote Viridian City. Oh no, so, kidding! Wow. Um, yeah, New York Jam was a that they got us our start in jingles. We 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 were we just made a a demo tape of fake jingles and we gave it to New York Jam and New York Jam started hiring us and we did Lego with them and then they did Viridian City on this album. So uh, and all the people around New York at the time, there's a lot of session singers that are that were working on different songs, the pokey rap somewhere else, and then mm -hmm. uh, all the various songs were being produced, and then people were just, you know, thinking it was a cool thing, a cool mm -hmm. project at the time. So were you guys all kind of under one uh, one building doing this at the same time, or was everybody kind of spread out in different areas? Yeah, it's diff different studios all around New York City. Mm -hmm. um, I, I remember Paradise Music was on uh, 23rd Street, New York Jam is down at 18th Street, a lot of them are Midtown. Mm -hmm. Area. But it was all in New York. But all, pretty much, I, th I think, yeah, mo most of the studios. I, I can, I'm not exactly sure. There mm -hmm. might be a studio somebody had in Brooklyn or Jersey. Oh, gotcha. I don't, I gotcha. don't know all of them. Just the two that I was in. Very interesting. Very interesting. So, what is it like now? So, you get in there. Pokemon's still obscure. Um, you get in there. You, you you do the jingles. You go through all this, and you say to yourself, Yeah, I think this. I think this is pretty cool. And then it takes off. What did you think at that point when it really started to explode? Did you think, hey, we're coming back for gold and silver? It's Pokemon Johto. Oh, wow. <laughs> well, it really, I mean, for, for me, it exploded before I was paid. So oh, I, I was kind of like, oh, no, this is, you know, every, and I was liking that it was exploding because the more it exploded, the more I thought that I should be paid because they were using my voice on things that you would think, right? That were, you know, <laughs> that were just endlessly being distributed without you know, without mm -hmm. any compensation at that point. So, uh, it, 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 it continued to explode throughout <laughs> the next 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, but that first explosion was not so good. Afterwards, I, after it was all settled, it was fine for it to explode, but I never took advantage of the explosions mm -hmm. until 2016 when Pokemon Go happened. And then it was unavoidable. Uh, until then, there was like three things that had ever happened in the 20 years. So one girl from a Pokemon YouTube channel wanted an interview and I gave her a very long and in-depth interview um, at that time. Very lucky. Yeah, very lucky. It was, and, and, and it's weird because I'm, I was in a different frame of mind. I didn't understand Pokemon at the, at the time. I wasn't trying to represent it. I was just trying to tell my story at the mm -hmm. time, which didn't involve any real understanding or support of the of the ecosystem mm -hmm. um, and another friend said hey will you come and sing the second verse I'm doing a Pokemon uh, I'm doing a Pokemon video and remake mm -hmm. so I sang the second verse for a friend of mine and did the video and that video's got a couple million views but that was the first time that I that I like decided to sing the song yeah and just the second verse. He sang the first verse, and then I walk up and sing the second verse. Mm -hmm. So, well, and it's so strange as you say that because I can remember prior to 2016, I remember jumping onto YouTube because I was interested. I was like, who who sang the original Pokemon theme song? And you really couldn't find anything. At least back for me, I couldn't mm -hmm. find anything. And then you're absolutely right. That sort of coming together of Pokemon Go and evolutions and this renaissance of Pokemon mm -hmm. that happened in 2016, all of a sudden now people wanted to know everything mm -hmm. about mm -hmm. Pokemon. And I think that's around the time that your video came out, right? Mm -hmm. Right around that. That was that was the inspiration to, to make the video was all of the media attention that I was getting 
from the song being played everywhere again, mm -hmm. and by adults that actually cared who the, the, the singer was, whereas it was just an imagination, in your imagination beforehand. Mm -hmm. um, and then I, I thought, well, 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 I've gotta make a video, what should I do? And I'll just use the intro and just do the video like I'm in the studio singing it. And there's a lot of confusion about that still on the video. People are like, it looks like he's lip syncing. Yeah, I mean, that's how you make videos. Right, you have a, right. You take the recording and then you stand in the studio and pretend to sing. Um, and I actually was, was singing, but that's not the recording. Mm -hmm. um, uh, one other thing that happened right before the explosion was I was into Ron Paul and I made a Ron Paul Pokemon parody and, and I... Uh, and I ruined some childhoods with that. <laughs> and I apologize to everybody who, <laughs> who stumbled on the Ron Paul, the original Pokemon theme singer singing, Ron Paul Gotta Catch Them All, <laughs> when he was trying to catch his delegates for his Republican nomination, um, which is really libertarian. But, <laughs> but it all comes together, right? But it all comes together, it all comes together. Um, during that time, I was using the, 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 the actual theme song recording on YouTube videos and YouTube was in a different state at the time they censored the music they wouldn't allow you to use yes the Pokemon yes. theme song they've yes. since changed their their policy um, but and they actually removed the Pokemon theme song from the largest the most watched video of all time at the time which was the Smosh mm. uh, channel where they lip sync to the Pokemon that was the Pokemon theme song video yeah. two other kids lip singing in their room <laughs> and still today there's way 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 more other people getting recognition for the Pokemon theme song than I am mm -hmm. which is an amazing thing that I, I totally appreciate because it all points back to me but the latest TikToker has sung it like seven times and he's just got millions of views and people are sending it to me all the time like wow this is great this guy's great Where's my views? <laughs> all this guy. And he's amazing. He's amazing. Anyway, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it was not something that I represented until these explosions happened, um, and and now I'm 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 just have profound gratitude for the amount of joy and love there is in the in the Pokemon community uh, from from all types of people of all shapes and mm -hmm. sizes. It, it's just I. I, I I, I couldn't even ask. No, it doesn't matter that I, that I'm not. I'm paid in happiness and mm -hmm. joy. That is the the most valuable thing that I could ever have hoped. Any effort that I mm -hmm. have done would would bring. I mean, yeah, yeah. Well, I can tell you that it's it's made an impact on. And, and I'm looking at the chat right now, and there's a lot of people in here that are saying the same thing. That this this was so pivotal, and and it's. For a lot of them, being able to meet you or see you for the first time and put a face to the voice, right. and and for me, you know, when I finally figured that out around 2016, I was like, oh wow, you know, that just to to connect, you connect on a much deeper level, I think, when you can put that face to the voice, and I think what you're seeing now with the resurgence of Pokemon and, and you know a lot of trading card games. But for us, this was so much a part of our childhood. Pokemon was just such a pivotal pivotal part of our childhood. And now we're coming to that point where we went through we went through the growing pains, right? We went through the adolescent years, we went through high school and all of that, where it wasn't so cool to be, you know, into Pokemon back then. And now it's so socially acceptable, no matter what age. And people are saying to themselves, I absolutely loved this yeah. when I was a kid. And they want to learn everything about it. And even in cases like this, being able to speak with you, it's, again, it's just such a, it's such a key part of what made this so special for us. And to this day, makes it even more special. And we're passing that on to our kids. Yes, three generations, because your mom took, got some cards for you, and right. you get it for your kids. and. It, there, nothing, nothing like it has ever existed. I mean, nothing like the Pokemon ecosystem has ever existed, but nothing like a, a song has never had this kind of weight. Happy birthday, maybe. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> which is owned by somebody. They're getting rights. They're getting paid for that. Oh, wow. Um, or, you know, or, or maybe an old folk song, or maybe like the national anthem. People compare it to the national anthem. Or like, mm-hmm. Because it represents so much more than just a song and, and an artist. It's not a song and an artist. I wasn't a song, an artist doing a song. And, mm-hmm. and, I'm, and I'm, I'm still not that. And mm-hmm. I don't want it to be that. I want it to be in your mind, in your imagination. I just happens to come from the vibrations that I create with my voice but and I can I create other other music for the ecosystem as well but it's for the ecosystem it's not as much for me as an artist even though it it has to be somebody singing it Mm -hmm. there did there didn't have to be a a name and a face attached to that for children Mm -hmm. adults want a name and a face because they now understand that it's not just in their minds, mm-hmm. but it, it, it's yeah. For a, kids, it's all one in the same, it's all right? One in the the same. voice, the show, everything has mm-hmm. just got such a symbiotic relationship. It's like a dream you had, and now you're you're dissecting the dream, and you get to see how that dream was assembled by an actual human being. Mm-hmm. But the dream is the most important part. The dream is the beautiful reality, and it's your dream. It's not. It's not the one dream that everybody has. It's a different dream for everybody Mm -hmm. because there's so much to choose from and create. It's just a piece of paper with a picture and some numbers on it. (laughs) You make the rest with your mind and then it's it's fabulous. There's nothing like it. I try to think of like back in the day, um, go speed racer, go speed racer, go. Like, you know, I was into Speed Racer, mm-hmm. but it doesn't have a whole ecosystem. And yeah. all the people playing it, uh, or uh, even like the Beatles, like they had a lot of music, but it wasn't one song, Imagine, like John Lennon's Imagine, has been used in a lot of places. Mm-hmm. That might be a, a, a close analogy because it appears in movies and it appears in, in people's weddings. And, right, and it's right. all, it's always, it's ubiquitous. Um, but it, it doesn't have the ecosystem that Pokemon mm-hmm. has. So there's really nothing even to compare it to and and, and the profound gratitude for everything that has been created from it and, and all that I can share and mm-hmm. collaborate yeah. with with people. It's just, it's amazing. It is. It really is absolutely amazing. And, and to be honest, there's very few songs that you can, that you, that play and within the first two seconds, you can pinpoint it. Where, uh, you know, just the the amount of people, I want to be, right. just just that little That's bit, it. they know. They, they know. know exactly what that relates yeah. to. Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's also science. When you listen to your grandmother's voice on a tiny little speaker on the phone, mm-hmm. you know it's your grandmother. If it's somebody else saying the same thing, it's not them. And it's a little tiny lo-fi speaker. Mm-hmm. Our brains detect these frequencies and those frequencies were attached to your dream mm-hmm. of Pokemon in your whole life. So it, it, it is kind of the science of sound and, and also the science of, uh, of jingles. And jingles are written as these earworms to hook you in. And in Western music, it's the, the five one. It goes, gotta catch them all, Pokemon. It goes back from the five to the one. In this case, it goes to the minor one. But these rules and these, these techniques are used to, to to bring the message yeah. and the message and they've got to have the messenger they've got the messenger <laughs> right and you know it, the messenger has a unique sound and mm-hmm. it just so happened that that unique sound was me and many others have sung it as well mm-hmm. probably one of the most covered songs in history oh yeah besides happy birthday yeah, I, yeah, I have no doubt. Well, and I've seen you on um, some collaborations with other artists as well. Um, I, I, there was one here a few years ago uh, with gentleman. He's kind of a little bit more rock. Jonathan Young. Jonathan Young. Oh, I loved that one. Excellent. Rock, that was so good. And mm-hmm. he had the drone camera on the cliff side. It was like, yes, <laughs> epic, epic. Yeah, uh, and and you YouTubers and musicians contact me all the time to to do collaborations like mm-hmm. that. 
So is it kind of like a full circle experience now where, you know, in the beginning when you started with it, there, there might have been a little bit of kind of bitterness with the way that things had transpired, but now to see things coming back around and so many people finding you again and, and, and understanding that pivotal role that you played, does mm -hmm. it, it feel like that now? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, 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 and I don't think it would have happened this way had I not been extricated. They had that movie and, and uh, many other uh, celebrities sing Pokemon theme songs. So they tried to promote using the artist's profile, where it's, mm -hmm. you know, the artist singing the Pokemon theme song. Mm -hmm. And it never really landed for people. Um, it was just, you know, it, it, it was the artist singing the song. It needed to be an anonymous thing. It needed to be out of the picture. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, and I stayed out of the picture. And I, I didn't intend on coming in, mm -hmm. to, to popping out of the Pokeball <laughs> until I, w until it was so much media attention that I just had to go. Okay, CNN is coming over. They want to, they want to interview me. All right, I'm, CNN, really? They're yeah. coming to my house to do a thing on me? All right, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> But if it was if it was not if I was not out of the picture, it would not have it, it would have directed your imagination right. in a way that would not have served the entire bigger picture. And I think it all really transpired and culminated at the right time, right? When all of us that grew up hearing your voice reemerged back into the hobby and then started to find all of these facets that we enjoyed about Pokemon and then to find you again alongside of that, mm -hmm. it just kind of creates this, this wonderful picture yes. that reemerges from our childhood. Yes, and, and subsequently, the voice actors that have voiced the Pokemon uh, characters have been going to Comic-Cons since 1998 signing autographs. <laughs> and I had no idea that I could even do that until 2016 mm -hmm. when I was invited to the first Comic-Con. Mm -hmm. So I, this is so brand new. I mean, it's five years, but it's so brand new. Yeah. And I'm still learning so much. And the card collecting community, like I said, just happened in July. So now I'm starting to understand the cards and the value and collectors and it, it just an ever expanding ecosystem for all ages to engage in at any time. Mm -hmm. If you didn't like Pokemon and you didn't know anything about it, it's still an opportunity to. to become a part of this yeah. ecosystem in so many ways. Mm -hmm. As an artist, as a trader, as a collector, as a musician, as a creator, as a vlogger, as a writer, as a, as a pop, Pokemon pop salesman. <laughs> yeah. I mean, now the pops are Pokemon. There's so many things. VR Pokemon is, is, is coming out. I just mm -hmm. played Pokemon Go yesterday. It was the Pokemon Go mm -hmm. uh, weekend. And now you can have Pikachu following you around in VR. That's crazy. And soon you'll have the glasses on and that, you're just gonna see him sitting on the chair right there. I mean, that was always the ultimate for us, right? To be able to have yes. real life Pokemon real or life. as close to it as we could get. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I could, to have that virtual reality, I think that's the next step. Yep, yep, everybody, another unique individual doing the very best like no one ever could <laughs> created this whole new technology that is now gonna be adopted that's by awesome. Pokemon and the next technology and the next and the next and it's just gonna keep going. Yeah which is just phenomenal. Mm -hmm. it's, it's a phenomenal thing. Yeah, to see that progression you know, after all these years, after you know, 25 years, it's and, just and, pretty incredible. And it's also a progression for me from my rock and roll dreams of being in the band and, you know, and wanting to be Bon Jovi or with the hit song that everybody knows and doing my best to try to create that for most of my life. Mm -hmm and then turning around and not having it over there, but having great successes, but not the full out thing. What you had anticipated. What I had anticipated, and then turning around and seeing that it was all over there. Yeah. <laughs> it was just behind me. Yeah. And I just needed, needed to wait 16 years to 18 years and turn around. Yeah, yeah, for it, well really for it to catch up with you, right? It's a 20 year overnight, 25 year overnight success. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jason, I think what we'll do now, I know there's a oh, bunch yeah, of people that's got, that have questions. So uh, for everybody listening, watching right now, go ahead and throw uh, your questions into the live chat that you have here for Jason. And then I think we're also going to do some live here at the shop. Oh, yeah, tomorrow. So if any of you guys got any questions over there, feel free. But we'll go ahead and jump into on the chat. Uh, Antler TCG says, are you still working with Pokemon? Um, 
I work with these Pokemon right here, this Pokemon right here. <laughs> um, I was contacted by them, and I've tried to be as brand friendly as possible um, since I came popped out of the Pokeball in 2016. And uh, they contacted me to do on the 20th anniversary movie, and I they were not willing to compensate me. Really? And, and with with a, with something it wasn't fair in my mm. in my opinion. But it, it's, it was great. I mean, we still they reached out, um, but I didn't work with them then. And I was also approached by Legendary Pictures to do some sort of Easter egg in the Detective Pikachu movie. Mm. Um, and yet again, the Pokemon company actually vetoed whatever ideas that Legendary brought to them. Mm -hmm. But I am working with Pokemon in the world. Right. Because I still create Pokemon content. I created a song for the Legendary movie mm -hmm. uh, that they didn't use, but I made a video for it. It'll always be me and you, Pika, me and you. And it's the video in the beginning of me sort of talking to Pikachu about my frustrations and then, you know, <laughs> the song. And that, that, that song, actually, if you play it with the Pokemon theme song, goes mm -hmm. exactly with the Pokemon theme song, like a duet. Wow. It's really cool. The lyrics and the melody all fit together. Um, and I created a Pokemon Go theme song because that was what broke me out of the Pokeball. Mm -hmm. And I thought, this, this, these people need a song for the game. There's <laughs> one over one billion people that download that game. Go, Pokemon Go! You can find them anywhere. You gotta, you gotta have that song bang when you're playing Pokemon <laughs> yeah, Go. Sure. It should be on the app. <laughs> Somebody tell Niantic to put that on the app. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, other Pokemon uh, things. I'm actually working on a 25th anniversary remix that is going to be the wow. Bohemian Rhapsody version of the Pokemon theme no song. No kidding. With wow. crazy harmonies all over the place and multi multiple sections of different styles. and mm -hmm. It's going to be really cool. Wow. Amazing. Whew. You got some people excited out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, It's going to be amazing. Um, let's see. Um... What, uh, are you collecting any of the TCG? I am collecting uh, what people have given me uh, graciously. They're like, oh, sign this and keep that other one for yourself. And somebody gave me a slab Charizard. Wow. It wasn't, I mean, I mean, it's, it's like a eight, I don't remember, it's a GX. Oh, okay. So one of the newer ones. One of the newer ones, yeah. but I, I that, that opened me up to grading. I didn't even know grading existed. Yeah. It took me a couple of months to figure that out. Uh, and I'm collecting a lot of the interesting cards that people give me. Um, and I did buy a whole bunch of Vivid Voltage boxes. Oh, nice. Just because my friend said, these are going to go up in value. You should buy them, and you can open them in advance if you don't, don't want to keep them. But keep them in the brown box. I'm yeah, in the case. Yeah, in the case. <laughs> I was like, maybe we can draw on the side of the case as a, an art piece, and oh, that'll wow. be another, another yeah. thing. So I am collecting, but I'm not advanced, and I haven't gotten into actually grading my, uh, my the cards that I have yet. Now's not a good time to grade no, anyways, because no, you won't get them back for like uh, right, nine a year, months a right, year. Right, yeah, over a year, but that means I won't, I won't sell them for a year. Which That's is true. Good. That's true. I'm holding, I'm holding. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a Bitcoin, I'm a cryptocurrency uh, enthusiast. Well, sort of. I did a Pokemon Bitcoin parody song um, <laughs> to promote the power of, the power that's inside of cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, so I'm collecting crypto Pokemon things now, which is amazing. Wow. There's a lot of crypto uh, ecosystems that are opening up that yeah. are allowing people that are in the Facebook groups to trade and buy, sell, and trade with graded grading sort of overseeing, oversight by mm -hmm. the grading companies and smart contracts to help the crypto, the, the whole crypto environment uh, interact with, mm -hmm. with as much trust as possible. Right. So I'll be collecting some Pokemon NFTs very soon. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, the NFTs. Mm -hmm. we're, we're seeing a lot of that happen now. I'm going to Germany next month to open the, the $450,000 box that they that these guys bought. Base set first edition? Base set first edition, and they'll probably be NFTing some of those wow. once they open them. So Crazy. Who's it with in Germany? Um, I forgot his name. Uh, but it's in Cologne, and it's going to be Cologne, and it's going to be streamed on a, on his Twitch uh, station. Wow. And I'm hoping in English so that I know what's going on. 
Is it one of the bigger uh, Pokemon YouTubers over um, there? Or? I, I'll get his name okay. before we... I don't want to take the time to do it Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got. Uh, uh, Troy Llewellyn says, Jason, do you uh, do stand-up comedy or any other gigs <laughs> other than jingles? Yes. Uh, I, 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 I took one stand-up comedy course, but a lot of my music is comedy and the TV show that I did on the, that was based on my band back in the in the 90s was called the what's up show and it was a basically Saturday Night Live meets South Park meets kids in the hall mm -hmm. and there was a lot of a lot of crazy comedy in that and I still have some funny songs some of them are you know not so PG <laughs> so uh, they're not like the Pokemon, not theme. Like the Pokemon <laughs> theme song in my rebranding I sort of privatized a lot of my comedy songs because they're <laughs> but you know, you have to you have to have that juxtaposition, right? Mm -hmm. You've got the 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 more uh, PG side, and then there's a little um, bit. That's right, side. and YouTube won't allow my comedy anyway. So, <laughs> um, let's see what else. Let's see if there's any other questions here. Um, where, oh, uh, some people are asking uh, where they can find you on uh, social media, your ah. YouTube page, all that good well, stuff. Well, page at com. You can sign up for my newsletter. You get the gotta get that call, pick it up ringtone if you sign up for wow. my newsletter. Uh, the Pokemon theme ringtone and that's worth it. Just, yeah, just, just to that, hear that every that time. If that came across my inbox every time. Well, you, no, you guarantee I'm answering that email. <laughs> pick it up, gotta get that call. Your phone is ringing, and Jason Page is singing. Pick it up, oh, is it your best friend? Or your mom's calling again. Pick it up, <laughs> I'll call for you. What the heck are you gonna do? Answer it or put it on mute. Pick it up, gotta get that call, gotta get that call. Pick it up. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's so Man, well, um, that's amazing. Uh, what was the question? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, we're getting yeah, yeah. some claps. There we go. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then uh, Instagram, Facebook, oh, yeah. any of those Instagram, other... Instagram, Jason Page, P-A-I-G-E, uh, Jason Page on my YouTube channel, Jason Page Show on my Facebook fan page, and my Twitter, Jason Page Show. Mm -hmm. um, I'm also starting to branch out into the, into the blockchain-based platforms like DTube, uh, I'm on Steemit, I'm on Minds.com, and I've just started an account on Library, LBRY. Um, and there's plenty of other social media things that are going to be coming up as well. That's cool, man. That's cool. keep expanding and, you know, different content for different platforms. No, that's awesome. Uh, but the most important thing is the email, the email list, and your free ringtone. Yes. Oh, yeah. you, you know your boy's <laughs> signing up for that. Um, you guys? You guys got some questions here for Jason? I do. Yeah? Yes? Can, can I give you a pack to open? Oh, yes! Oh, excellent! We're gonna crack a pack open! That'll stop. You wanna come over? Come oh, on over here. Awesome. What, what are we looking for in there? What's the good one? Um, a golden Snorlax. The golden Snorlax! Oh, that's in here? This one, we got that Rapid Strike Urshifu VMAX. Uh -oh. Alternate art. That's what we're looking for. Rapid strike, come on. The VMAX. Oh, don't look at your right, card. Right. <laughs> four from the back. Four? We do four? Four from the back, place okay. them in the front. Okay. All right. Should we all go at the same time? Yeah. Two. Okay, did you get four from the back? Two, three, four. There we go. All right. Oh. There okay. we go. All right. Let's all let's energy. See. We all got our energies. Uh huh. All right. And all right. All right. Hey. All right. Come Who's on. Who's gonna get it? Come on. Who is gonna Come get on. it? Come on. What? Oh, no! done for me. What do we got? I got a drumpa. We got drampa the grandpa. Drampa and the grandpa. We got a non-hollow and, and a, oh, we all a Scorch. We all struck out on that one. <laughs> I, I like the grandpa drampa. There we go. Like you got the Marowak non-hollow. Reverse drampa. And what did you get? I don't know. Oh, reverse Entei. That's actually pretty cool. You might have won that one. <laughs> 
Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I bent it. Sorry about that. There goes the value. You can't do magic <laughs> and po with Pokemon cards at the same time. Thank you. That was a great question. Any other questions? What is your favorite Pokemon? My favorite Pokemon. I I I like all the Pokemon. I don't have a one favorite. Uh oh. Any of those ones? Uh oh. Yeah, but when everybody, when anybody asks me, I have to join a group. You have to say what your favorite Pokemon is. I say Hydreigon. Do you know Hydreigon? Ooh, it's a, it's, it's a, a dragon one. with three heads. Mm -hmm. <laughs> He's a cool one. He wears three hats. That's why I like him because he does a lot of things like me. Three heads are better than one. Three heads are better than one. Oh, you like Pikachu? Pikachu? That was my favorite Pikachu for a while, but then I learned there were so many of them. I have to have to like them all. Gotta like them all, Pokemon. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Well, Jason, again, brother. Oh thank you. man, this was incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, thank you. Big, uh, big shout out to all of you out there that are watching, listening right now. And be sure, guys, uh, Jason is going to be here tomorrow. We're filming this on Monday, but he will be here tomorrow from 4 to 10 p.m. right here at Iconic Games in Mesa, Arizona. Make sure you guys come down. He's going to be he's going to be cracking jokes. He's going to be singing. Music. We're going to be opening I have my up guitar, products. And we might even do a little Viridian City. Oh. If you and 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 you get some other people to sing along. Oh, I'll, I'll sing along. Just I I'll be the baritone. All right, there we go. <laughs> I'm on the road to Viridian City. Cool. So yeah, be sure you guys check us out uh, here tomorrow. I'll be here as well. Uh, so you guys come in chat with us and uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun so again iconic games here in mesa jason page the legend the voice of a generation gotta guys. catch them all jason page iconic games Bucky <laughs> Nev. <laughs> all right guys well again thank you so much for watching tonight we'll see you all next time right here on the pokemon masterclass <laughs>